Hello Aries friends, I'm Annie Botticelli and welcome to my Aries September 2022 Astrology Top 5 Things to Know Horoscope Forecast. Definitely go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, that is the interface for all the free goodies I make for you each month and I have lots of other things besides the horoscopes that I do so you don't want to miss a chance to make the most of your story possibilities. You can find that link in the notes underneath the podcast or video. This is for you if Aries is your sun sign or your rising sign or your moon sign or any other Aries placement that you have. What I'm going to talk about here is going to be part of your astrological picture for September and beyond. If you're a very late degree Aries, so we'll say April 15th through the rest of the sign or 23 degrees or so through the rest of the sign for an Aries placement, I also suggest you listen to my Taurus report. You very late degree friends will benefit from both the Aries and Taurus readings. So let's just go right into the top five things about this month that I think are most important for you to know to align with the natural rhythms of the universe. The first and my most favorite thing to talk about is that we have six trines this month. There is a little bit of neutrality from the perspective of the sweet and salty aspects. If you follow my work, then you know that I always talk about the ratio between the harmonious aspects and the challenged aspects, and this month they're about equal. So our perspective can really kick things over to the positive side, and these trines can really kick things over to the positive side. So they're very, very, very exciting. So September 11th through the rest of the month, we've got this sequence of five earth trines and one air trine. The earth trines are centered around the energies of manifestation in a tangible way. That's money, financial and emotional security, self-sufficiency, anything having to do with income, anything having to do with work and career, anything having to do with finances in any way. Also, relationships, romance, our, you know, anything having to do with our self-esteem, all of these pieces through Venus, Mercury will bring in the communication piece, the sun brings our vitality and expression in, and then we've got these personal planets combining with Pluto, which is the great transformer, the alchemist, the ascender above, or the rebirth, giving us rebirth through the rising of the phoenix from the ashes. We've got the energy of Uranus factoring into these trines, which are surprises. In this case, they would be welcome, happy surprises because of the nice angle. And again, or all on the very material, tangible, possibly financial fronts. So this is, you know, very exciting. Now we are in a retrograde time. That is the second point we'll talk about more later, but it is important to frame these trines as kind of you sitting on the beach and these tides are rolling in, right, as they do when we've got retrograde energies, and these trines are bringing good things on those waves to you on the shore. So this is a very major time of manifestation, and things that you put into process a while ago can really be manifesting for you in a very big way now. Now, of those trines, the one I want to hone in on more now is the Mars and Gemini trine to Saturn and Aquarius, and that's because these make a fantastic angle for Aries. So they're going to give you even more of a chance of feeling those very personally um, and in magical ways. So Mars brings in the energy of action, past action, present action, how you use your energy. 
also has the energy of writing and communicating. If you're a writer, this is going to be a very prolific time for expression. Or if you are an expressor in any way, a speaker or, or someone who is, you know, expressing through different modalities, this is going to be very, very, very big month and big like seven months or six months or so. Um, but this particular trine is really highlighting those energies. Then we have Saturn, which is the taskmaster, the bringer of long-term gains from hard work and discipline, making this beautiful angle to Mars. And this is bringing in internet-based projects, community-based projects, friendships, tribes, your circle, you know, people that speak your language, whether that's from your country of origin or just in general from your belief systems. So you've got all of this great energy where people are really looking out for you, who have some resources and who want to help you. And everyone can get the goodies from this, especially the air and fire signs, and especially those that are near 19 degrees. Okay, so if you have an Aries placement that's between 14 and 24 degrees, the closer to 19 degrees, the more you get a kiss then you have more of a chance at the end of the month, the days around the 28th of getting um, very personal smooches from this particular aspect. So that will relate to around April 4th through April 14th and the closer to around April 9th, the more you get the kiss from that um, aspect. Okay, so now that we got those big goodies out of the way first, let's move on to the next big thing to know which is we are entering eclipse season. Eclipse season is a time of sometimes very dramatic change, trajectory shifts that can be surprising, big hellos, big goodbyes, brilliant new openings and closings. It can be a time of drama and strife, but it can be a time of amazing excitement and fruition. In general, eclipses tend to bring non-negotiable changes and these can have to do with clearing up karma in an instant sometimes and stepping you on your highest your path of more highest expression so there are storylines at play that started at the end of last year that came up again in the spring of this year or fall for you all down under and are now coming up again the eclipses are actually going to be in october and november but we have to start talking about them now because eclipse season really begins four to six weeks before the first eclipse in the series so that covers all of september and every day we march into september is going to be stronger into the eclipse energy you'll feel the change in the air you'll see those snakes around that are telling you change is coming you will see um you know manifestations start to pop up themes that had come up at those other times resurfacing for better and worse you'll feel the change you'll feel the revitalization in some cases you might feel foreboding in some cases you might feel generalized anxiety in some cases you might feel excited anticipation but all of that's wrapped into the intensity of eclipse season and you will be feeling it this month you might have more trouble sleeping you might feel electrically charged um, for better and worse super inspired um, so all of that is going on now, and that is going to really be strong for the rest of the year, with the strongest months being in October and November, but certainly September is very much covered in these energies. Okay, so the third point, let's see, we talked about the eclipses. Let's talk about the retrogrades. And this is um, a particularly potent retrograde cycle because one of the retrograde factors is Mars retrograde, and Mars is our ruler. I say ours because I have Aries rising with you, so I'm feeling this very personally as well. So let's break down some of these retrograde pieces because they're going to be very, very important. June 
July and August, specifically, especially between June 19th and August 21st, is a time when the tides were rolling out, meaning the personal planets, Mercury, Mars, and Venus, were going direct and not having any shower, shower, shadow periods. Sorry, excuse me. So that was a time, or if you're watching this now, because I'll be launching this actually when the time is still direct, it's a time for your big, robust pushes out. You know, anything that if you're on the shore trying to set anything out to see with the tides going out, your little boats, your big boats, your, you know, um, message in a bottle, all of everything that you want to go far and wide, including yourself physically, can travel out very far and wide on that tide going out. Now in September, the tides are starting to come back in. So anything you try to push out, especially forcing, is going to come rumbling and tumbling back to you. Okay, so this is a time to be inward and backward. It's not always very easy for Aries to do this. That's why we have to have a special note and some special attention to this. We're going to get to some of the Mars retrograde pieces in a second, but I just wanna bring in the Mercury retrograde piece. September 10th through October 1st, Mercury is in retrograde. August 21st through September 10th is the shadow period beforehand. And October 1st through October 16th is the shadow period afterwards. That whole cycle of Mercury retrograde will bring changes to plans, uncertainty to things that were set, difficulty in making long-term plans or agreements, um, maybe a little bit of things being hidden in arrangements or um, you know, kind of obscurity in something you're trying to have happen and your own uncertainty and not be able, being able to see more than a couple of steps ahead of you. So it's not a fantastic time for planning in the future. It's not even a fantastic time for trying to make too many plans now. You're best to leave yourself as unscheduled as possible to first of all, save yourself from burning through erasers for every time you have to change something this month. And second of all, to leave yourself open for last minute magic, which is one of the beautiful things about the retrogrades is that they do tend to bring in on those tides, wonderful things bobbing from the ocean for you to work with. Um, and sometimes it's for worse. Sometimes it's a bad pattern, a difficult you know, thing that you're trying to sweep under the rug and the retrograde brings it back. But there are also a lot of blessings and blasts from the past that are very fulfilling that come in at this time. But again, the energy is focused on inward and backward, not outward and forward. So it's a very internal, a very retrospective time to knuckle down and get to work and take care of some things. You know, it's a time to deal with things that are right in front of you, to be the spider and let the food come to you and to just hang out on the shore while you're letting the tides bring in whatever it is you're supposed to deal with instead of having your agenda about what you think you're supposed to do and then trying to push that out. So again, you know, not super easy for most areas to do that. I know it's not super easy for me in general. However, following these tides for so long, I have come to love, love, love Mars retrograde because as I always like to put it, we can get a break from ourselves at that time. If we let it be, our ambitions will tend to wane. We might even get lazy, and Aries people are not generally lazy. We might get you know, a more distracted, less on task. And the problem comes in is when we see that in ourselves and we say, no, get to work, be ambitious, do, you know, what's happening to you, what's wrong? What's wrong is that Mars is in retrograde and it wants you to relax, it wants you to tend to the projects you've already begun, it wants you to rest a little bit. It's amazing for staycations, September and beyond. Um, it's amazing for vacations too. So it's a better type of thing, a last minute plan or a flexible type of trip if you're going to travel because again, you know, planning is a little bit dicey and you know, you have to deal with the things that are right in front of you. But if what's right in front of you is an opportunity to travel, you don't have to say no to it, you know, you can just 
tune into your intuition and trust it. So, you know, you're working with that type of energy. Now, with the Mars retrograde, let's zero in on this a little bit. This video is not going to be predominantly focused on Mars retrograde. I have been prepping you for this. I do have separate videos on this. You can search for Annie Botticelli Mercury retrograde, Annie Botticelli Mars retrograde, and I do have blogs and videos to go deeper. But I will give you a little bit of insight into this. Okay, so as you get lazy and unambitious, you may beat yourself up about it and try to force things, in which case the, the key note will be frustration. If you notice you're feeling a lot of frustration, it's time to take your foot off the gas, quite, quite simply. The universe will speak to you very loudly through this feeling. It might also mean that you have to address issues with your gallbladder or your liver. I am not a doctor. I'm not prescribing or diagnosing anything. I'm just saying that I have seen these Aries energies as it relates to frustration um, sometimes is not an emotional issue that has to be resolved. You know, sometimes it's actually a physiological issue and we're having emotions and congestion based on a physiological issue. And a lot of times this can be centered around digestion of fat. Okay, so check in with your qualified practitioners, your own research, your intuition to see if enzymes for digesting fat or eating less saturated fat could be part of this. Now do please note, I am in the health nut community with you all who are in that community. And coconut oil is an amazing um, tool for health. It has a lot of attributes and a lot of magic that is still being researched. However, it still has a ton of saturated fat. And myself and other people in the community have gotten ourselves in trouble thinking that coconut oil is fine because it's super healthy, quote, and then have trouble with the gallbladder because of it, okay? So this is something that I'm calling to your attention because sometimes it's easy to miss it when we think something's healthy, we might be ignoring how much fat it has. Look at the daily recommended um, intake of saturated fat. Ask your doctor what they think about how much saturated fat you ha should have. Then look at how much saturated fat is in the things that you're eating and how much you're eating and do the math. All right, so this is going to come into play for a lot of people with Aries placements because I promise you, those of you who are, have dealt with so many of your issues, sometimes people will say Aries people have anger issues, and sometimes that is true. But if you've been healing that, if you're not mad anymore at someone, if you've forgiven and you're not, you don't have those things to deal with, it could just be a matter of a physiological congestion that has to be worked out, okay? But if you haven't done a lot of inner work, it's possible that you are having anger resurface from Mars retrograde and you may actually have to do inner or psychological work to address what it is that you're so mad about. All right, so these are all topics that are going to be strong in September and continue to get stronger through October, November, December, January, and will trail off even into March. So the good news about that is that you have a beautiful chance to see very clearly and address things that have been interfering with your deeper intimacy intimacy in your relationships and your um, having more patience with the people that are close to you and with having a better time and a more enjoyable life by the types of things that will come up here that you can then address which can help you improve everything on every level so very exciting Okay, so we talked about eclipses and we talked about the retrogrades. Oh, one more thing about the retrogrades. It's not great for a lot of things and I've listed those, but it is great for staycations, relaxing and being on free flow time with no agenda, deep indulgence in hobbies and fun, editing, revising. It's going to be fantastic for writing because the retrograde is actually in Gemini. I talked about that. Um, 
taking calm action on unfinished business. If you see something that needs to happen around you, whether it's your house or your relationship or your desk or your health, addressing things closer to home and closer to your physical body is what the retrogrades are best for helping you to do. So you can do that. It's fantastic for inner work. It's fantastic for working on future launches in the backdrop. And it's great for things that have already launched that you just keep polishing up and for education. If you need to be educated on a topic that is important to you or something for a vocation or just your personal development, this is an amazing time to learn. It's also an amazing time to teach. So if you, you know, are in a teacher role, this could be an outstanding time for you to revise what you are presenting and to be quite prolific in your expression and to go back to things you've always wanted to study and even start um, some short-term school programs. You know, this energy, even though it's retrograde, is really, really good for study and quiet personal pursuits. Okay, so, eclipses and retrogrades, talked about the trines, and now let's talk about where the personal planets are moving. I talked a little bit about some of that, but I wanna pick up a couple of pieces. We've got the sun, Venus will get there, and Mercury will, will retrograde back into Virgo. Virgo is um, accentuating the sign and house of health, your daily routine, your systems, your diet, your um, organization or lack thereof. All of those are be, being um, given a spotlight to see what's working and what's not. So this is a good time to experiment with, you know, trying to get things more organized, trying to work with having more um, better health and better daily practices and stress management. Also things having to do with pets, getting into better systems for them, all of that stuff is beautifully highlighted. Now this does make a little bit of an awkward angle for Aries, so it does show that it might be a little bit of work trying to rein it in and just change those directions. You can kind of liken the energy this month to when you're slowing down to make a U-turn, okay? So the energy of just flowing along on the highway is like a direct energy. Then when you're like, oh crap, I missed my turn, I have to turn around and you start slowing down to come to a complete stop and have to get over lanes to like go, you know, move over to, to make that turn, that's like the shadow period of the retrograde. So, you know, from August 21st through around September 10th, you're kind of slowing down that awkwardness, trying to navigate. And also, you're starting the Mars retrograde that's starting that similar energy. Then when you actually stop and get in the middle space where you're waiting for all the traffic to go by, where you have to try to get in, that's the retrograde where you're kind of just stalled out, right? You're there waiting on the beach for the things to roll in. You're stuck waiting for the traffic to pass. And then once it goes direct again, you're heading back out on the road and the shadow period at the end of the retrograde cycle after it's gone direct is you trying to get up to speed with the rest of the traffic and, and get flowing again. You know, there's that awkwardness. So if you can just kind of imagine that there's a lot of that energy this month where you're just kind of going through the awkwardness of slowing down. And we do also see that through this awkward angle with this these Virgo placements for you, where it's going to be a little bit of an adjustment to start to redirect um, energies from what you had been doing prior, also with a lot of Leo energy, because you were kind of in the fun, you know, zone of just like really tearing it up. And now you're kind of in the, okay, we got to knuckle down. We got to pay off the debt. We got to do our work. We have to follow through with the things we promised when we were in a really great fire, um, fire frenzy, um, also facilitated by Jupiter in your sign, doing all of this crazy expansion, even though it's still in retrograde at this point. 
So that's really, you know, happening. Um, and that's going to be really relevant. But very good news about it is that all the energies in the sign and the house of Virgo for Aries is going to help us to get very disciplined, help us to knuckle down, help us to dot our I's and cross our T's and, you know, really just wade through some things that could be kind of tedious and kind of technical um, that it really needed to be done, which can give us great relief. So the more work you do in September, the better, because remember that at the closer you get to the Mars retrograde at the end of October, the more likely you are to get lazy and unambitious. You might start seeing that in September, but if you have a big project that you have to get done, it's going to be much easier to do that in September than it is going to be to do it afterwards because you still have some level of ambition and energy levels before it turns completely at the end of October. And you have the powers of perseverance from Virgo and you're not having, you know, all of the Libra energies fanning the flames of your fire and opposing your sign, although you will have a little bit of that through Mercury in the retrograde where some relationship things will come up that you'll have to address. But some of them could be good, like you're just getting on the same page with somebody and you're working on a project and, you know, really just knuckling down to cooperate with them. Um, but it could bring some relationship conflicts as well. So those are the four of the five things I wanted to talk about. The last thing is that we've got this new moon in Libra. So September 25th, we've got a new moon at two degrees of Libra. New beginnings, new chapters for relationships. As I said, Mercury will be retrograde partly in the sign of Libra. This will also be in the house of Libra for most of you. And um, this really has to do with reevaluating relationships, going back over things, seeing what's not working, um, seeing what is working, revising, trying things on. Um, and at the end of the month, when we have this new moon, we can put some things and experiments into motion and build some new chapters um, in our relationship space, which can be quite exciting. Now, this is going to be opposing our sign. So again, there could be um, some points of conflict or some points of just needing attention. Like you've got things you have to do and your relationship is calling out for something. And so you're like, ah, I'm here, I gotta deal with this. Oh, but I'm here and I gotta deal with this. So just kind of being pulled in two different directions. That will be true for all Aries, but especially those who are in the early parts of the March born and the closer to like the 20th, 21st, 22nd, 23rd, 24th, 25th, those dates will, will definitely be more um, experiencing that more intensely. Okay, so I hope that all of these move through with as much ease and grace as possible. It's a very exciting time and it can be powerfully productive. Okay, so I've given you lots to work with to help you make the most of the energies this month and to help you understand the energetic patterns at work and play. And if you'd like more resources, I've got all of these here. You can additionally go to the little more button, the little arrow underneath the bottom right of the video, click on that and all of the links that I'm giving you here will be clickable, right? So if you're looking for reading options, including a beautiful, very detailed 45 minute audio of your birth chart for $33 from my brilliant husband, you can find that at AnnieBClarity.com. You can go to AnnieHelpsYou.com, sign up for my free email newsletter. This is where you can access running a free birth chart. This is where you access my 28-day in-depth virtual coaching program called Shine for free. This is also where you'll find tons of blogs and you get lots of other perks for being on my newsletter list. If you're looking for written horoscopes by me, always up a month early, you can go to CozyBySweetStarlight.com. If you haven't seen this site, go to it. It is so beautiful. We've got me and my 
team have lots of amazing astrology inspired blogs and healthy living blogs. We've got hypnosis for all the signs. We've got healing frequencies for all the signs. I've got the written horoscopes that I write. We have yoga for all the signs. So it's just a very beautiful comprehensive site. If you're looking for free courses on how to manifest money and um, wellness, you can go to loomlife.com, my school, Luminous Life Multiversity, L-U-M-L-I-F-E. You can also find my astrology education courses here, including my behemoth of a master course called Becoming a Professional Astrologer Mastery Course, which you can fully utilize even if you don't want to be a professional astrologer, but it certainly will get you up to the level where you could be and show you how to make your business a success. And payment plans are available there too. Now, I've also got two books out and more on the way, Planetology, How to Align with the Natural Rhythms of the Universe. You will find this on the bookshelves in all major booksellers, including all the books a million, all the Barnes and Nobles. It's right there on the shelf. Plus, you can get it on Amazon and through any independent bookseller. And you can find Radical Prayer on Amazon and you can order it anywhere as well. So I hope you have a wonderful month and I'll see you next month. Bye.